Welcome to Don't Tell Film Rolls, the podcast where three besties slash self-proclaimed film experts criticize all things movies. On this podcast, we try to be as least pretentious as possible and keep it real, unlike film bros. My name is Christina. I'm your self-proclaimed foreign movie enthusiast. My name is Veronica. I'm the self-proclaimed horror fanatic. My name is Hector, and I'm the self-proclaimed sci-fi fantasy enthusiast. So you know I'm eating well this fucking week. Doom, baby! We're getting doom pilled! Doom, doom, doom! Okay, that's my only comment on that. This this oh episode, we look forward to a, a future episode um, for more comments. Uh, for the other. Uh, anyways, yes, welcome to the show. He was waiting for that one. He was he waiting. Was. Um, welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the, I, I even had a lisp while I was saying sci-fi fantasy. It was embarrassing. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the episode. Um, we upload every Monday, and I'd like to recommend you go follow us on 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 Instagram and Facebook uh, for recommendations and film news. Uh, y'all know what my next recommendation is going to be. It's Dune! Spoiler alert. Um, okay, I promise I'm done talking about Dune. <laughs> I'm talking about Dune. <laughs> Um, today's he's episode. Talking, he's not done talking about dude. I'm not. not I am not done. But for the <laughs> safety of our audience and their mental health, I am going to shut the fuck up about <laughs> doing it for now. But but yeah. Um, this episode is gonna be an interesting one. I'm so excited. A uh, little disclaimer before we dive into our thoughts. Um, despite any negative opinions we might have on these movies. It's all in good fun, and we obviously have so much respect for everyone involved, um, because at the end of the day, they're the ones who are actually doing shit. Movies. Um, We don't know what we're doing at all. Um, Respect to everyone in the cast and crew. This episode, we're talking about the 2021 film, Old. Um, which means you'll be listening to us defend heavily criticized films again for 45 minutes. Um, at least I think so. I, I, I'll guess I'll, I, I'll we'll see about find that. out pretty soon. We'll see about that. I'm like so <laughs> excited to talk about this. I didn't think that I would be, to be fair, but I am. To kind of talk about a little about what we're going to be doing today it's the seasonal beef um we've done this if i'm not mistaken once before right veronica first yeah, season? On yeah. Our first um season. our previous one was on american beauty and if you haven't checked that one out that one's an amazing i love that episode i think it's great of um, course you would uh, <laughs> oh no i i, I don't know what no christina was literally in the middle Right in the middle. That was the whole uh, thing. Yeah, I can't it was. believe we're still debating this. I can't believe we're still debating this. But anyways. Um and I give it a three. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, back on topic. The seasonal beef is basically where we pick a movie and, and well in this case it's a movie that I'd seen that I thought y'all wouldn't like. <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh I picked we picked we had And you thought right. This one. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Uh but, but yeah, uh, we technically technically pick a movie we tend to disagree on, and we'll kind of like uh, I debate. I guess is the word that comes to mind. But mm-hmm. I, I it's like more like pick up each other. Yeah, yeah. scream, it's, cry. Yeah, we're like Duke, maybe. I, I'd like to see it as <laughs> just very passive aggressively trying to get each other to understand why we think the certain yeah. way we do. Um, 
Which it's is, like if you know, Fight Club were about if you don't movies. shut up, <laughs> <laughs> it's begun. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I love these episodes because I get to feel smart and then very quickly not feel smart. <laughs> <laughs> a matter of seconds so this is like my yeah. my monthly therapy session because i let <laughs> I, I get to let out my emotions but, <laughs> except but... most often you're the therapist exactly <laughs> um i try to go into this thinking thinking i'm gonna let out my inner my inner anger and but it doesn't work out i'm mostly the one that has to calm down <laughs> i think so this true. might i think it might change this episode so I know. I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts. So, yeah, we're talking about Olds this week, guys, um, which is a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discovered that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to rapidly age, reducing their entire lives to a single day. Um, Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, starring Mamera and Gary Garcia Bernal. So fine. Kreps. Oh my god, I know. Thomas and Mackenzie, Alex Wolf, among others. Um, and fun fact about the movie is the song 11 year old Maddox was singing along to at the start of the movie was written and performed by Salika Shyamalan, which is one of M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. Isn't that so cute? Nepotism babies. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's really cute about that. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as though this is Hector's pick, um, do you want to give us your overall thoughts? I I would love to. Um, ah, I'm so glad I rewatched this before before this episode because. Uh, I, I would have been at a disadvantage. I would have been at a disadvantage, but <laughs> but but I, I because I, I feel like this is gonna be a, a, an all-out assault on me. But I am <laughs> I'm 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 ready because you know the thing about American Beauty with the first episode with American Beauty. So why are we talking about this movie? Why are we talking about this? No 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 no. I, I'm just I'm just bringing that one back because I feel like that was a different pick because you know American Beauty is this you know universally acclaimed movie. Right, and and that's interesting because uh, um, I don't hate it, but I came at it with a kind of a negative point of view, and you know, that's interesting. I feel like now, instead of you change your mind, I change my mind on all <laughs> about about American Beauty. <laughs> no, I still really don't like it. In fact, I, I think I'm this every day. But not, not, nonetheless, uh, thing with old is that it's interesting because I. Went into this film knowing that it was getting very critically panned. Um, not horribly panned. It has mixed reviews. It doesn't have negative scores. It has a fifty percent around tomatoes. That is a average score. Um, it's a it's a in between. Um, it's not super panned. But I rem- I saw that audiences were very not liking it at all, and I saw a lot of hate going around. But I did see a couple people that I tend to agree with like it and the thing about M. Night Shyamalan is that I I'm a big fan of his I always have been I know he's mm-hmm. like a joke to many people I think that's doing his talent as a filmmaker a great disservice M. Night Shyamalan is a much more adept creative 
and engaging and daring filmmaker than most people working today in Hollywood. And I'm so glad yeah. he still gets to make these because even though a lot of people hate these movies, they're still <laughs> very different from what we're getting. There's nobody making these kinds of movies, whether you love it or hate it. And I'm glad that people are still trust, you know, a big studio still gives him money every now and then enough money yeah. and lets him do his thing. And I, and I love that. And I love that he always stays true to what he wants to do. He does not care that he has been literally torn apart for his whole career, despite having way more hits than misses, in my opinion. Um, then again, I tend to disagree with people a lot uh, on Shyamalan. A lot of people did not like Glass. I loved Glass. A lot of people did not like The Visit. I really liked The Visit. Um, obviously, I agree The Last Airbender fucking sucks. Um, he made The Last Airbender? See, okay, but he, he also made he also made Split, Unbreakable, Signs. Oh, okay, yeah, but like, the last Airbender, that's, like, that's like a different type of low on someone's career. Like, I'm sorry. That yeah, was... I agree. I agree. He definitely has his misses. He for sure has his misses. And when he misses, Absolutely. He, he misses. But um, once again, I mean, I I tend to like him. I tend to like him. And, and just to get into old, I went into it with those expectations and they were met. Look, I have my issues with some aspects of the film. I don't think it's like a masterpiece or anything. I don't think it's like a mate. Like, actually, I, I do think it's amazing, but I'll get to that. <laughs> um, I do think it's quite great. Um, I, I have my issues, particularly with the final, like just the conclusion of it all. The final 20 minutes are honestly quite baffling to me. He did not <laughs> develop... Um, that idea at all, the thing with M. Night Shyamalan and a lot of his movies, that he has to have that reveal at the end. He has to, like, kind of, like, sweep the rug from under you and, like, you know, twist your perception of everything you've seen before. He loves doing that. That's, like, his, his like, big, like, cliche thing. And I don't think this is one of his better ones at all. I think it was very, very rushed, very, very half-assed, and the way the film concludes just felt very rushed. But honestly, everything up until that point i have little to no issues with this is a very out there strange off kilter uncomfortable darkly comic horror film and he's done this before he kind of did a similar thing with the visit with the tone of that movie and then here he kind of goes back to the more primal uncomfortable roots of of like stuff like the sixth sense um, and the village, and then fuses that with some of the stuff he's been doing recently. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. I loved a lot of this movie, particularly the cinematography and the camera work. I found it incredible. I think this movie looks stunning, and it's shot beautifully. And and the framing and the way each shot kind of morphs and and moves, and and a lot of the slow zooms. Uh, Shyamalan holds. Uh, onto his shots for for way longer than most filmmakers would. He really lets you absorb what he's presenting you, and he really lets this this feeling of strange discomfort and unease. And it, it's a very interesting feeling because it's not the kind of uncomfort you feel in most horror films, where they're presenting very very this obviously disturbing imagery to you. With old. 
most of the uncomfort comes from the performances and the flow of the film and the pacing and the music and the camera work. There's something so kind of strange and off kilter about it um, that I really, really dug. It reminded me a little bit of how uh, Lynch kind of like goes about his characters and how they kind of like speak in, in kind of like riddles and tones. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I just really dug a lot of what the aesthetically, a lot of what this movie was going for. Um, I'm going to go next because I think I'm the middle ground. I think <laughs> um, so, too. From, from, from like the little I've heard of, of Christina's opinions. Um, I think I first heard of this movie, I, I don't know, probably through like Alex Wolf's Instagram or something because I'm a big fan of his. Um, and I like... I don't know. I didn't like call too much of my attention. It was just there. Um, and then it came up again because um, it was like <laughs> kind of all over my For You page on TikTok because people really didn't like this. It was interesting listening to Ekthor because I actually only heard bad reviews of this movie until Ekthor mentioned it, which is why when he told us that he watched this and enjoyed it, I was so surprised because I was so surprised that when Hector said that he liked it, I thought he almost meant it in like a hate, hate watch way. You know what <laughs> I mean? I literally thought that that's what he was saying. Like, he's like, yeah, like it sucks, but like, it's like, it's fun. Like, I thought that's what he meant, but I was wrong. Um, so like I had these, you know, um, preconceived ideas about the film before getting into it. So I was like, really like, I had no idea what to expect. Um, and I actually kind of enjoyed it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's like the best movie ever made. Um, there are a lot of, you know, I think unforgivable. I am sighing movie. in relief. I am <laughs> sighing in relief. No, Don't sigh so too sorry. long because then it's me. <laughs> I, I no, am like, so glad that you like it. I, I, I felt he, alone for like two months. <laughs> no, no, no. I think like I was saying, like there are definitely I feel like some like unforgivable parts of this movie that I definitely didn't enjoy. But I think overall, I think I'm kind of having like he's all that deja vu where I think that the hate for this movie is so uncalled for. Um it's just like it was entertaining. I honestly was not bored at all, which I think is a really big concern that I had for it going into it. Um, yeah. And I think I'm, I, I just think um, a lot of my experience while watching movies is are my expectations. So seeing as though I had low expectations for this movie, um, I actually quite enjoyed it. Maybe if it were the other way around, I would have other opinions, but yeah, for right now, I'm going to say decent. What about you, Christina? Well, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, I'm excited to hear what you're going to say because I felt like we were all going to be on the same page. No. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but it's funny because I thought this was going to be the other way around. I thought Christina was going to be into this and Veronica was going <laughs> to hate it. So I want to see pretty fucking so I'm kind of stumped at the fact mm. that it's the other way around. So interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't hate it, but it's not the movie for me. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the pacing. I I, I don't know. the Yeah, like what, 
how do I even I don't even know how to go about this mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah um, basically I went into this with like not expecting anything because I knew people some people liked it I knew some people didn't like it at all so I was like you know what what happens happens I'm not I'm not expecting anything I'm just going it blindly and I watched it and I as soon as I said I was like Ugh, I, I don't I don't know there's like I don't know I don't there's something about this I don't like it and the the pacing ironically enough I'm always the one that like complains about pacing being too slow and this movie has like really fast pacing and I didn't like it for some reason I didn't like the pacing of this movie I just it felt like not choppy but it felt like all over the place and I guess that's kind of the point of it because like every everything's happening at the same time like that's the whole point of it but I, I didn't like it. I couldn't focus. Um, maybe that's the point of it, but I didn't enjoy it. And I think the main, I'm not without getting too much into details, I think the main turnoff for me was just the dialogue. I really couldn't. I couldn't with the dialogue. I don't know if the, <laughs> I couldn't with the dialogue at all. I mean, I, I kind of caught on that the dialogue was on purpose. Like, it wasn't, like, badly written, but it's just not my style of dialogue, and I didn't really enjoy it. But I will say, I really enjoyed the premise. I love the premise. I think it's such an interesting premise. And I like the way they they go about it. I liked the twist, quote-unquote, at the end, where mm-hmm. they kind of revealed the reason for it. I liked it because I, I, I didn't know what I was expecting the twist to be. <laughs> like, the reason behind the whole thing. And I liked yeah. the reason because it, it wasn't, it's not a realistic reason because like what kind of island exists like that? But like, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you know, big pharma. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, I didn't really enjoy it. So yeah. Sorry to disappoint. I was honestly <laughs> expecting Annihilation. So Annihilation? Yeah. Well, we'll get yeah, there. Like thought... We'll get there when we talk about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> actors performances i was so excited i mean not excited to watch it but like i freaked out in the middle of this movie because funny story before Mm -hmm. just before i started watching this movie i had just finished sharp objects which everyone needs to watch one of the best shows i've ever seen and one of the main protagonists of the show is played by eliza scanlon i think that's her Mm -hmm. how you pronounce her name she she's a baby the 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 adult She's the version teenage, of the daughter. She's a teenage version of of Kara. Ma- Except the, uh, the blonde, the blonde girl. Yeah, the, the, the one, one that the gets girl. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, the girl she's gets pregnant. Little woman. She's a little woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's the. She's the main protagonist. Yeah. So spoiler, I haven't watched the woman, but. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! I'm so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But um, yeah, she's the main protagonist. I mean, the second main protagonist in sharp objects her poor her performance in sharp objects is oh my god when i tell you she carried sharp objects and then as soon as i finished sharp sharp objects i was like i need to binge watch everything she's been in Mm -hmm. right now because she was so good and i was like oh i want to like i want to watch more stuff about her and then i started watching old and i was like wait oh the universe knew (laughs) the universe knew she was like we're gonna give it to her so yeah, I think her performance. I think I think everyone did a pretty good job. I think the acting was a little like, uh, what's going on here, in a in a few moments. But I think it's because of the dialogue, in my opinion, because I feel the dialogue is so not bad, but it's so unconventional. It's it's a really weirdly written 
the way they talk to each other is very weird, in my opinion. So mm-hmm, I yeah. guess the, the acting is a little like weird in that sense because the dialogue is so like different. Yeah, I, I saw a letterbox. Yeah, I saw a letterbox review saying something about how the dialogue and the acting is how people talk to their parents when they're high. And I was like, okay, yeah. Actually, I was gonna say, I feel like you guys are gonna be like, girl, what the fuck? But I low-key feel, hear me out, that, like, the dialogue is kind of giving, like, Yorgos Lentibos. No, I was thinking the same thing! I was thinking the same thing! thing. Like, definitely not in the same way, but I think it's intentional in that way. Yes, yes. Um, And, I don't know, like, kind of gives that, like, eerie, uncanny feel to it, which I think is, like, appropriate in this movie. Like, I don't, I think I, I think it was intentional and it fit the story well, which is why I enjoyed it. But I, I agree. Like, I think in some, at some points it kind of took me out because I was like, what do you mean? Like, why are you speaking? Yeah, like I, yeah, I could get it was intentional, but it took me out way too much for me to enjoy it. So that's why I didn't really fuck with the dialogue. Like, yeah. I respect it. I respect what he was trying to do. But personally, <laughs> I respect it. I respect it, but it ain't me, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it, didn't, it, it literally just took me out of the movie. That's why I didn't really like it. But yeah, the actress performances were amazing despite that. Um, I really enjoyed um, Eliza's. Alex Wolf did phenomenal, as he always does. He always eats. Um, and, oh, what's his name? The guy from... Gael. Gael. I forgot his Gael. name. <laughs> he did so good. I was, uh, I also oh, my God. Vicky, Mi I think hombre. that's the, the woman that plays his, his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, super hot couple, by the way. I was like, hold yeah. on. Y'all right? want a third one? Yeah. <laughs> third yeah. one? Like, yeah. Yeah. But they did really good. I really liked um, their dynamic. Like you could tell, they really played the the role of divorcing couple really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, sure. I enjoyed the performances. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think I. I mean, we kind of like already touched on dialogue, but I had the same issue. I think in like the first, I, I want to say like ten to fifteen minutes, because I was like, why are they speaking this way? I don't get it. Um, and then once I caught on. It was like the stages of grief. Like I was like, I didn't understand. And then once I understood, I didn't like it. Cause I was like, it's giving Yorgos, but not in the right way. And then I don't know at one point, there was like a point in the movie where it just like clicked for me. And then from Acceptance. that point on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it, it became like fluid within the story and it, and it like made sense. Um, that's why I think I didn't have a problem, um, with the performances also just because like the actors in this movie are very talented. Um, but yeah, Alex Wolf, gotta shout out my man, right? My two men, Alex Wolf and Gael Garcia Bernal, so talented, so sexy, the two of them, <laughs> so beautiful. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, obviously I think. I was more so excited to see them just because I know who they are. I was a little bit biased, but overall, everyone was um, very talented. I think it was very well casted, this film. The kids' casting specifically, I think, was amazing. I really, really liked um, Thomas and Mackenzie, who was actually in the new uh, Last Last Night in Soho, right, Hector? Yeah, she's um, the protagonist, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I thought she was incredible. Um, I think like specifically, yeah, like the sister's character, every actress like 
I, I'm like so curious to see how they went about that because I really feel like they were it really felt like they were playing the same character yeah um agreed. which is like so difficult I feel like whereas I think with um with the brothers I didn't have like the same vibe yeah um, but the however although I didn't have like the same reaction with the kid with the with the brother um the actual casting like their physical yes on the other hand was incredible no let me tell you when they switched from alex yeah to the the, older version ah, when i was like wait did they did they like put prosthetics on alex wolf like this looks exactly like alex wolf and then i saw like his whole body i was like wait this is another man like it was he could literally be his brother like it was insane and even the younger ones as well. Like, yeah, it was it was really really. Yeah, right off the bat. Overall, the movie. Was right really off the well bat, as soon as I saw the little one, I was like, "Yeah, this is Alex Wolf." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, definitely. And uh, yeah, I think the actors' performances was really amazing. Um, Alex Wolf, amazing as always. We know this. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think like that's I, I I'm talking about Thomason just because I I don't. I don't know if I've seen anything else with her. I'm sure I have, but maybe nothing that was like super memorable to me. She was in uh, um, Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, but I feel like surprisingly, like I enjoyed Jojo Rabbit more than this movie, but I liked her performance more in this movie. Um, I think that this is just like a role where she was able to kind of um, show her range. So I, I like this better for her. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see her in The Last Night of in Soho. Um, so yeah, actors' performances, I enjoyed. What about you, Ekthard? Yeah, I, I echo a lot of what you said. Once again, this is always really fun to do because it's interesting seeing how what took Christina out of the movie is what, oh, I fucking lo- I loved the yeah. fucking weird uncanny kind of out there uncomfortable strange kind of nature of how they talk to each other in this movie yeah it, it, from, from the first from the minute it started it kind of made sense to me i don't know if it's because Shyamalan has been writing like this for like a while now and he's really honed into oh that yeah that's what i was gonna movies. ask i was like are, are those like his other movies like the same Mm, not all of them that's the thing about Shyamalan is that he you always know when it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie but he always is doing trying to do this different things with his plots mm, and, and his genre no no I was just asking because like Yorgos is like pretty consistent with that so I wonder I yeah. was wondering if M. Night was but, yeah re- recently he has been a little bit of that is in Glass definitely definitely in The Visit um, you see it a little bit in his other films, but it's kind of weird because it is strange. It is uncanny, but I, I think it maintains a very, very delicate balance between going too far with it because when it comes back down to earth and um, a, a lot of the more emotional moments, I don't know. I found that I found myself really invested in, in this movie and really invested in these characters, just the way that they've kind of developed them through, through very, you know, very little about each of them, but you kind of get a sense of what they're going through within them. And, and they're kind of literally are forced to face mortality in the face. Um, yeah. And then you've got this weird sprinkled element to it of, of kind of like, I wouldn't say surrealness because it's not like, like surrealism i like all, all all the way i guess but there are 
kind of small hints of that mm-hmm. here and there, at least for like me. Aspects. Um, yeah, yeah. But then there are really emotional moments, <clears throat> like um, the final scene between Gael and Vicky creeps when they're on mm-hmm. the beach and they're like um, about to about to die, and Gael's like, "Oh, what were we fighting about again?" And she's like, uh, "It doesn't matter." And that whole shot is this really really long take, and it's this mm-hmm. strange angle where you can like see a, a piece of their faces at, at the corner of each at the corner of the frame, at the left and right corner of the frame, and then it's just the ocean in the middle. And I'm like, dude, this is insane. This looks so beautiful. And they're performing really well. And then I, I like how, I don't know. I, I There are beautiful moments in this movie that just got to me. And mm-hmm. I, I it, it, it disappoints me to see so many people just outright hate it and outright be like, these actors suck. Like, look at this acting. This is really bad. And my Shyamalan sucks because I saw a lot of that going around. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that scene between Gael and Vicky is one of my favorite scenes of the year in any movie. I it moved oh, wow. me. I, I I was like, I don't know. It got like the I got to me. The point of the movie kind of got to me. It's like these two people that were really up in arms about an issue in their lives, and suddenly, in in less than twenty four hours, all those issues are just gone. Yeah, they can like it's like they fixed their marriage. Like years of of work on their marriage. Well, potentially they were about to divorce, and years uh, years of potential marriage work were done in like the span of a day and it's this beautiful scene and i think they did really well i think that's my way of giving an example to say that i think the acting in this movie is way better than i think because when you give it's really hard to give an actor a script like this and for them to make it work i know it didn't work for Cristina, so obviously it, it you know i'm trying to make a point here and Cristina's didn't feel that way right <laughs> but in my in my opinion i think they really did make it work because I, at a certain point in the film you kind of realize that it's intentional and it's what they're going for but then for me despite there being this air of of dark comedy to it and 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 strangeness and un- and kind of like an uncanny feel to it um there the moments that were supposed to hit in an emotional way hit i felt like it was yeah. pretty consistent but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it is a film about a beach that doesn't exist where you rapidly age. And it's supposed yeah. to be this on a horror movie. So I don't really expect it to be this crazy fucking thing. I, and I don't think it's going for that either. I just think it really, for what it was going for, it maintains this very unique tone well. And the actors did a great job at selling that. Beyond uh, Guy and Vicky, I really loved, like y'all said, Thomas and Mackenzie and Alex Wolf. I think they did a great job of yeah. portraying the confusion and i yeah. loved those scenes and i loved i i found it hilarious I, it's oh, this movie so weird but i fucking love it because it's like it's effectively scary to me the, 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 this concept of like rapidly dying it made yeah. aging terrifying for me I but know. then there are so <laughs> many humorous moments that are I, that are going for humor that worked like the fucking the part where yes oh my god that was hilarious said, wait what part said the, the one she gets pregnant and he said oh i thought you had to do it like 10 times for someone to get pregnant uh, yes <laughs> stuff like that I, you think it's funny this concept of getting old even though it's going for that terrifying feel it also recognizes that getting old can be a funny experience. All these ridiculous things start happening to you. You um, have this disease that you can't treat because you're constrained and you're getting older and the wrinkles and you're forgetting your eyesight. Stuff like basic stuff like that that we don't think about when we're kids. And I just think 
um, Nat Wolf and all these kid actors and, and, and the older ones. Alex, my bad. I always confuse them. The names. Not not <laughs> them. I confuse the names. Um, but I think they do a, they do a great um, job at kind of like conveying that confusion. And beyond them, I really loved um, the racist doctor with dementia. He was fantastic. I yeah. fucking hated him. He was gross and despicable and also got me thinking like, i was like what is Dark- that movie with jack nicholson and i was about to say like, that, was, that, was, that must have been one of his bit. top four on letterbox for him to <laughs> want to know the name so bad <laughs> but yeah i just yeah i i fucked with the performances i fucked with 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 everything tonally that it was going for um um with the dialogue and the acting and and I'll, i think it was in all in perfect synergy for me and I don't know. I just tend to like this style of writing, this style of acting. I tend to really enjoy it because I think it's so hard to do right. Um, I think this movie does it right. Some people didn't get that. Um, I really think it does, and I really, really fuck with it. Um, yeah, I, I thought everybody was was on fire here, and I'm I'm Vicky creeps. Um, glad to see her in a movie again i mean i'm pretty sure she's been in other things um since phantom thread but yes she's in phantom thread which is one of my favorite movies of all time and she's incredible in that movie dare i say better than daniel day lewis which is a high uh compliment to give uh, anybody in acting uh, so i'm so i'm just, I was just happy to see her and she's amazing um and her and gail are gorgeous together um yeah loved Love the performances. Um, worked really, really well for me. Not for Christina. Sorry. Okay. So thoughts on cinematography. Um, I'll start. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> no one said you could start, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, if you want to, okay. Um, I actually really enjoyed the cinematography. I feel like the camera angles were so out there. I was like, I was, I was discussing this and, um, or, or I was listening, actually, I, I didn't speak. Um, in, in my film class, um, where like, usually the objective of editing and like camera angles, I mean, not always, but like, a lot of times in movies is, is so that it feels like invisible that you're not really um like noticing it um but obviously they did not have that intention for this film but i think it worked super well um there were so many weird and awkward um camera angles but i loved them actually um i there were like a couple of oh i really really liked that they didn't show um the kids aging at first like they just showed everyone's reactions to them which i think helped like create tension throughout it because there were some parts where i was like "Ooh, i was on the edge of my seat i was like just show it just show it damn damn um yeah i think like cinematography was like a really great tool that they used to to create um and build tension throughout the entire film um and just like specifically like whenever i feel like they were in the water there were like really really pretty shots um and overall, yeah, I was just, like, super... I think the cinematography, like, created even more engagement, at least, personally. Um, yeah. What about you, Ekthorn? 
Well, I think I mentioned it briefly in like my overall thoughts, but I'll go heavily into it again. I think probably my favorite part of this movie is definitely the the the, the visual presentation of it, the cinematography, uh, the kind of like the audio visual experience um, it gives you. This movie looks stunning. It's shot by Michael Giolakis, who's one of my favorite DPs working today. He shot um, a lot of M. Night's recent work. He shot Split and Glass, and he's also shot um, he, It Follows, which I'm pretty sure you, the two of you have seen. It Follows. Oh, he also shot Us. Uh, better. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, the Jordan Peele's Us. Damn. He's, he's done great work for, like I said, those movies and and another movie from the director of It Follows. And the camera work, too, it's just incredible. A lot of long takes, but they don't... They're, they're long takes in the sense that they the shots are held onto for quite a long time. They, the, the shots let the characters and the actors just perform for longer than, than normal. And then it'll cut, or it'll kind of, like, pan slowly. And a lot of very yeah, ambitious just like shots where it's just panning constantly panning and panning and it will keep panning and stuff is happening and you're you're on edge because it'll pan at a at something where like it'll go through something critical happening between two characters and it'll keep panning to like the reaction of the other characters and you're tense because you're not seeing what could be happening and it's just little stuff like that that just really like uncomforts you and puts you on edge and i remember the scene with like where they're in like removing the tumor um, most of the scene is just, like, a shot of, like, the three characters, but then it's yeah. framed where they're each, like, in the corners, and it just keeps zooming into, like, the sky, and I'm mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? This is incredible. I love this. So, I, honest, I have, I'm so passionate about this movie. I don't know why. I love so much that was going <laughs> on here. Plenty of the ideas just work for me. I was like, this is so out there, and I'm not, I haven't seen anything like this in a long time and i don't know anybody else that's doing this other than than m night um like this fucking tumor scene is wild and then it cuts for like two seconds to like a shot of a massive giant rock fucking tumor that they remove and, <laughs> and then it cuts back it's so uh it's I, I don't know it worked for me i don't know and and it, it was weird seeing so many negative reactions to this movie seeing uh, and hearing Christina say because it's it's wild i saw it um in the theater when it came out um, with with uh, three other friends, and they, uh, two of them had their issues with it, particularly with the ending. But overall, the three of us were pretty uh, on the positive side of it. We quite mm -hmm. liked it, and the horror of it, the the scenes and, and the camera work, we were all of us we were like, "Wow, that was sick." I'm I'm like uncomfortable. I'm like in this movie, it had me on edge, and it was effective yeah. when it came to the horror, especially that tumor scene and a scene near the end. This scene was insane. Like the cinema, this looked incredible. Like the fucking scene with the the woman with the like the calcium deficiency. That whole scene where they're like lighting a match and it goes off and it goes dark and when they light it back on, it reveals yeah. more deformity. Not I don't, I don't want to call it deformities, but it's like ah, oh, oh, it was so good. <laughs> what else would you call it? Like that, that no, bitch I, was fucking I, a spider. Like it was <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, like fucking seeing that in the theater was no joke when i like that scene was terrifying to me i was like on edge i was like i am so irked out because it's not like gross or horrifying it's just like uncomfortable the, the sound the sound she's like making she like touches the rock and then her hand crumbles and she's like god like oh my oh my god that was 
um, whatever. I have, I love, I love how this film looks, and I love how it's shot. And another shot that I loved when I was rewatching it is that um, there's a scene where like it's the, the kids are just playing on the beach, and it's this long take where it, it like kind of like zooms out and it follows like the frisbee going and not, I think they're playing like tag or some shit. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. freeze and they zoom into the girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, dude. Ah, oh, there's so much, so many sick moments, so many sick, um, creative moments with the filmmaking that I just ah, oh, I loved, I loved it, I loved it. I, I'm a sucker for that look. If you, if you give me that shit, but but obviously not for no, like it serves a purpose. It, it's actively making you uncomfortable. It's actively making you seek out details in the frame. It it, it uses basic camera work techniques to tell the story so it's just refreshing i don't know to get it in spades in a movie that mm-hmm. you know it's made by fucking universal i guess i don't know that those are yeah my thoughts on cinematography i think the movie looks fantastic um Christina, what do you think um yeah i think one of the this is gonna sound so dramatic but the one of the few things that i <laughs> liked about this movie um uh, was the cinematography i feel like the only thing that was like keeping me um, engaged was the way it was filmed because it was so creative. Um, like most of the guys you said, the the shots were amazing. I really liked the wide shots. They were really pretty. And I like that uh, a lot of the shots were very passive and calm, like especially the wide shots. They were just still, nothing yeah. going on. But then some other shots would be just plain out chaotic, like the camera mm-hmm. following the actors really wildly. Like you would get, I, there were some times I was like, well, what is going on? Like I'm getting dizzy because the camera mm-hmm. was moving all crazy. So I really mm-hmm. liked that it was diverse in the way it was filmed. Um, Like Hector said, my favorite part of the movie that was like, I think my favorite scene was that whole dark cave scene with the, with the woman with the calcium deficiency, the body horror in that part was amazing. The the way her arms were all like, it really reminded me of, um, it's not really the same situation at all, but just the body horror really reminded me of something I would see, um, portrayed in like Uzumaki by Yunju Ito because the people would always get yeah. like deformed and like in a really crazy disgusting way like that so I really enjoyed how they went with that and it was like a moment that was like actually horror that I was like I was freaked out I was like girl this is disgusting like I don't <laughs> I don't like it I was scared so yeah I, I really enjoyed the cinematography despite my opinions on other aspects of this film So, getting into soundtrack and score. The only song in the movie, I think, is the the song by M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. I think that's, like, the only main like, song. Soundtrack, 10 out of 10. You go. You go, girly. Suleika <laughs> um, Shyamalan. Um, give her the Grammy immediately. Suleika? Um, actually. Suleika. <laughs> <laughs> It said Salika, and I was like, Salika. Salika. I'm I'm probably butchering this. I apologize, but um, I actually like I enjoyed that scene. I think actually I I found that scene to be like the most how do you say realistic, where the daughter is singing. Oh yeah, um, and she like pokes fun at her. Um, I found that to be kind of, girl, like, if most, I were the mom, the most realistic if I were the mom, I really could not keep a straight face. I'd be like, girl, if you don't shut up, like, also, yeah, 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 for sure. But definitely, um, 
I think the score was appropriate, right, for the film. Um, it helped create, you know, and build tension. Um, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> what about you, Hector? What did you think of Salika? Salika, no, I, I, yeah, song, <laughs> song's great. I, he's, I, he's like, she fucking sucks. He turns no. what's his name, no. the pin guy, the bald guy. Yeah, the, yeah. He's like, the well, bald guy. starting off. Starting off. Oh, this is a zero oh. out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's his the, name? Pin thread. Needle drop. Needle drop. Needle drop. Oh, pin pin, oh, that's what you were fucking talking about. I don't even talk about fucking Patrick Starr and SpongeBob. Who you calling the pin it? <laughs> And I was like, uh, okay, I'll take it. Sure, I, I, it'll it'll make sense eventually. Um, no. but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that that scene was great. I mean, I like the the scene. I I like the song the most when when she's like singing it at the end about the death. I just love yeah. that. Yeah, I, I was I was really I don't know that scene got to me. Got to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's wild. I I think for a movie so. Totally out there. They sold it. Anyways, going back to soundtrack, I think the score was. I mean, I can't say it was incredible because it didn't really stick out to me like in scores yeah. and other films do. So I guess it was just it was serviceable. It did a great job. And a lot of the it was it was good it was for what, it felt like it, it worked for what the movie was doing. Just perfectly fine. It, it faded into it. it. It worked. You know, it felt like a part of it. Um, even though a lot of moments, I, I guess the reason it didn't stick out to me that much because I, I don't know if I'm just remembering it wrong, but a lot of moments are just silent and yeah. if they're not silent. Yeah. It's a lot of just like your typical horror, mm, you know, that's the strings, you know, they're holding onto the same note very uncomfortably and Run you're like there, you're like yeah. uncomfortable. It's like, oh, Drake's yeah. building. And I'm and once again, not a critique, you know, it's hard to pull off. I'm not that mm -hmm. hard to pull off, but whatever. Point is. It was good. I have no idea who scored this. I'm actually curious now. I'm, I'm gonna check because I'm 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 quite curious to see if it's a composer I'm actually a fan of, and um, I'm saying they did a mid job. Trevor Gurekis, what have you done? Oh, yeah, I yeah. So yeah, not not much at ever nice. So okay, no. no <laughs> no, but still, you did a great job. You did, a, you did a fine job. Fine job. Good job. It didn't stick out to me as much, but everything else did. So it's not that yeah. that much of a hindrance to the film. Getting into ratings, I'm like, I hadn't rated, I hadn't given it a rating um, on upon you know finishing. But because I was like, I don't know, like, I have to think about it. Um, but I think I'm I think I've thought about it. <laughs> so, uh, Hector, why don't you start us off? I already know your, your, your score. So, yeah, I mean, my score has been out different months now since I saw it uh, a while back. But obviously, I, I rescored it the same score I'd given it a month ago, which is four stars. Um, I really like generous. Yeah, I I know. I, I just I really like it. Like I just really do. I can't I can't fight how I feel. I can't help how I feel. You know, I, I, I really love it. Um Wow. That hit that whatever. I, I was gonna say something that I shouldn't have said live on the podcast. Point is mm. I really 
really like this movie. Um, and I rewatched it before the podcast because I'd seen it a couple months ago and I wanted to make sure I felt the same way, um, if I liked it more or less. And I'd say I like it just about the same. I, my, my main issue with this film is, is, is just how it, it ends. I, I think that's my main big thing. Um, not the twist itself. I don't have an issue with it. I think in concept it's quite great. Um, I just feel like it's so so fast just as they're revealing what's been happening the whole time it's quickly resolved and it's literally resolved in the tightest nicest bow possible it feels too optimistic too positive too good to be true you know and and i and m night Shyamalan tends to be a very optimistic filmmaker he's not as cynical as some other filmmakers that make these kinds of movies might be Um, but it, it still felt too tightly like it's like too perfectly like wrapped in a bow it's mm-hmm. done it's over it like I, left I, no I, room for interpretation exactly and, and exactly exactly by the end i thought i genuinely thought when they revealed that that whole pharma thing i was like okay are they setting up for like a sequel or are they going to connect this to like Split or Glass? Because I know Split and Glass had that connection and Shyamalan did that before. And the filmmaking of this movie, um, it wasn't similar to Glass or or Split. It was doing different things. But, you know, same DP, similar um, presentation in my Shyamalan, working with the same people, mostly the same people. So I thought maybe he would connect it at the end with that whole twist and that would play into like another like Glass movie, whatever. I don't fucking know. But then it just ends wrapped in a bow, and you know that's what I was thinking when they when the reveal happens, and then the next couple scenes happen where they pop up again and they get arrested, whatever. And I was just like, damn, that is just a very flat way to end this. I, I feel like it was been building up, the whole movie's building up to this incredible conclusion. It has this final set piece on the island, and I thought we were gonna get. I just, I guess I wanted more, and I was expecting. I was set up for more, and I just didn't get that, so I was kind of disappointed. Um, but everything else, I love. I love the presentation of this. I love the concept. I love the way it's executed. I love the way it's performed. I love the tone. I love how uncanny and out there and, and weird it is. And I just think it's very daring filmmaking. I, I feel like if, if you're going to be given this amount of money, do something this weird. Do something this fun. Do something this out there. I... I want more of this. Not exactly this, but stuff that is is willing to be out there as this is. I, I don't know. I just, I guess I don't get movies like this as often anymore. And when I do, I appreciate them um, no matter what, even with their flaws and their their indulgences, um, which this film does have at times. But yeah, I, I really like this movie. It's one of my favorites of the year so far, obviously. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hector, out of the four categories, um, one, would you film bro over it? Two, mid. Three, so bad it's good. And four, nobody moved. Where would you place old? I would most definitely film bro over this movie. I feel wow. like I have this whole... This yeah, whole, true. This I don't know why I'm surprised. I'm, <laughs> you're like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. No, but but yeah, no. As I said, love love this movie. Love it. I, I really do. <laughs> I really do. I can't. Yeah. I can't deny it. So, yeah. I. You would film Bro, right? Currently sitting at number. 
I'm gonna share this personal information. It's not even personal. The fuck, it's, you know, it's in my letterbox. Uh, <laughs> currently sitting at number number eight in my top ten of the year so far. Like, it, better honestly, be, it, it better not be um, over inside. No, I'm gonna Inside's check right my favorite now. film of the year. Inside's my favorite film of the year. Really? So true. Yeah. Yeah, Inside's my favorite so film true. of the year so far. Um, yeah, go check out my top 10 on Letterboxd. Plugging in my Letterboxd at Constant K. Okay. Check out check out our bio on Instagram, and then you'll have a link, our link tree. Our link tree has our Letterboxd. I was kind of debating whether or not to give this a three or a three and a half. Um, because I honestly, yeah, I think a lot of the, the hate for this film was unwarranted. I think like, that's why I I mentioned earlier that I had like, he's all that deja vu because is it the best movie ever made? No. Is it the worst movie ever made? No. And I think like a lot of the, the backlash it received was claiming that it was, um, so I had very low expectations going into this, which I think helped with the score, with the overall score. Um, but yeah, I was kind of like between three and three and a half. I do have complaints um, with the pacing and, and like like Christina had mentioned, I didn't hate the pacing, but I, I definitely think it wasn't working um, for me at times. Um, also, I kind of, agree with Hector um with the with the closing of the film um it didn't really leave a lot of room for interpretation um and what Hector had mentioned it felt just kind of flat I actually think that I I kind of enjoyed the ending though like I had mixed opinions because I do think it was kind of satisfactory like I would have hated um if they just left it like that and we're like okay well, well we're never gonna know what it is um I think it would have been cool if it had ended right when um the the son is handing the police officer the book and he's like you say you're a police officer right and he yeah, said, yeah that would have been a good that ending. would have been a perfect ending like yeah. if they would have just cut it off right there mm-hmm. um because I they're agree. like it i think i almost thought that that was the ending and i was like wow but then because it like cut to black but then i went to another scene and i was like shit um yeah because i think like at that moment like it kind of it's like the perfect balance of you don't know what's going to happen next, but there's like enough satisfaction to the point where you're not like pissed and annoyed yeah. with the ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just like tidbits uh, where I think they could have improved. I think I'm going to leave it at a, at a three and a half. I won't lie. I think that it is generous, but I think I just, I honestly had like a, a pretty good time with the film. Um, and I think that's what really matters. If I had to place um, old in one of the four categories, I'm like kind of um, between mid and so bad it's good. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say mid though because I think so bad it's good is kind of more so hate watch, you know. And I didn't hate watch it. I watched it. I happy watched it. Um, so I'm gonna say mid. I, as soon as I finished watching this movie, usually I have a hard time placing my ratings, but as soon as I finished it, I knew. I knew. Um, but I didn't put on Letterboxd because y'all are some nosy bitches and like to spoil um, <laughs> yeah. each other's ratings 
um, and I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. So mm. I gave it a two and a half on a bad Damn. day. On a bad day. It, on a good day, I will give it a three. But I, I'm going to stick with a two and a half. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It's not a bad movie. Just not for me. Didn't really, didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, it was just there. Um, so for me, it's a mid. I think if I were oh, in a re- interesting. yeah, um, I think <laughs> either <laughs> it depends on the day. If I'm having yeah. a really shitty day, I will, I will give it nobody moves. I wouldn't have the patience to say it was mid, but yeah, I think I'm gonna give it mid because it's not it's not horrible. I just didn't. It's not my taste, you know. So yeah, mid. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. So fun. Um, and yeah, thank you guys. Like always, um, thank you guys so much for all the support. We appreciate you guys so much. And remember, don't tell the don't film tell the film bros. Bye. Bye. Don't tell the film bros. Bye.